I was uh, mindful that there are certain moments in our lives when we glimpse just a little bit of truth that is beyond our normal kinds of thinking about our day or our immediate future. Moments where the, the promises of God are more seen clearly. Last Monday was uh, Memorial Day. I thought about a wonderful poem. It's called Flanders Field. I, I think some of you probably heard it. Flander, Flanders Field, where poppies grow. It was a poem written by a physician in, in World War I, uh, right after one of his friends was, was killed. And the chaplain was unavailable. He had to be called away, and so this particular a doctor uh, was asked to do the eulogy and he wrote a beautiful poem and you have to see it as one of those moments where he saw things more clearly and he saw God's hand and he saw the losses of all human beings in war all in one moment a glimpse of truth and he wrote in Flanders fields the poppies blow between the crosses row on row a glimpse of eternity and the gratitude he felt and the loss he felt all in one moment, uh, the sacrifice that those men made in, in a terrible war, World War I, the war that was supposed to be the great war that ended all wars, and you know we've had them since. But he had this moment's insight of what is precious in the loss of a loved one and thinking about those men who, who gave their lives uh, in a field outside of Ypres, Belgium, uh, and his name was Dr. John McRae, May 2nd, 1915. Just a glimpse of the preciousness of life in the moment of death. It's sacred ground. We know what, we know what that feels like. It's when all of those emotions that uh, well up inside of us, gratitude for those who have given so much to us, we don't think about it a whole lot of time. It's a moment in time. It's called Kairos time. God's time, holy time. And we've all experienced it. It's one of those senses that are beyond the five normal senses uh, that we feel the presence and the power of God. And we see things differently. We, we see the power of the Holy Spirit to focus on peace, not war, on forgiveness, not retribution, upon hope, and not despair. Something that we're in touch with that goes beyond our five senses. We feel the presence and the power of the holy. Something more. Like standing on a bridge. I, I think some of you uh, might experience this. We've left the bridge. Uh, we're in the beginning of the bridge. We're in the middle of the bridge now. We don't know where the end of the bridge is. And we're standing in the middle, seeing life as it were a river flowing underneath the bridge. We don't know where the other end of the bridge is going to be, but we trust that God is there, and there will be a place for us that will bring us ultimately home. God's Spirit, as Paul gets a glimpse of this, goes before us and empowers us, even though we're facing struggles and trials, uh, shipwrecks and beatings, all that Paul went through. And he could talk about still the power of God, which transcends our human suffering and our human experience of loss, transcendence of God. And he says, we are like treasure in clay vessels. I like what the uh, King James Bible says, treasure 
in earthen vessels. We are very weak and lowly and humble and we're overwhelmed and we face car accidents and losses of life and moms and dads who are sick, but yet we will not be overcome because we trust in a power that comes from beyond. Paul says it and Jesus embodies it and we're called to live that power out. We've all witnessed that power from time to time. We see a, a smallish woman lifting up a two-ton car to save a child that is pinned beneath it. Where did that power come from? A small shepherd boy uh, takes on a giant, of an icon of the Philistines, and destroys him with a little a rock and a slingshot. A soldier falls on a grenade out of a love for his fellows that will cost his entire life. A community of African Americans sing, we shall overcome one day. An illegal immigrant scales a four-story building. Uh, did you see that on TV? Uh, four stories he scaled to help a child who was dangling uh, from the balcony and surely would have died had he fallen. It is the loved one who overcomes substance abuse, who finds his higher power that gives him renewed hope for the future. We see these things, we understand these things, we witness to the power of these things, and yet they're beyond our five senses. It is Jesus who embodies humiliation and beatings and rejection and finally death on a cross. Almost incomprehensible is his grace and forgiveness. And then it is Easter morning when the Spirit triumphs and we understand beyond our senses. Treasure. The treasure that Paul talks about in these clay vessels, these earthen vessels of ours. Strength, assurance, faith, hope. God's transcendence is born in these moments. We call them kairos moments or even Sabbath moments. It's a little different word. Sabbath is our rest in God. It is time we take aside to be connected to God. It is this very day. It is not a Sunday necessarily. It is a sacred time that we take time aside to be present and to rest in our God. Jesus is dealing with the Pharisees who don't get it. They're thinking that the, the Sabbath was made for man was made for the Sabbath, not the Sabbath made for man. And so he heals on the Sabbath to point out it's a relationship with our God that is important, not that we specifically uh, set a day. A time aside is what is critical, not a specific day. And so he heals on the Sabbath, and he's challenged for doing something that the rules don't allow. It is the breaking of the bread where Jesus comes and tells us the power of forgiveness to heal us and to bring us to wholeness again. Paul writes about it. It is power, a power called grace. Another one of those things beyond our five senses, something that we receive from God, a love that we get 
that we do not deserve and cannot earn. By grace we have been saved, what? Through faith. It's not our doing. It's a gift of God. Jesus embodies it. On a cross, in a far-off land, he died for us. And yet, it's also Easter morning when another song is sung. When we remember that we have been forgiven and have been given another chance, and even death will not separate us from God's love. And so today, we recognize our freedoms, our, our special gifts of grace, our holiness in God's love, and we feel, we feel beyond our senses the gratefulness of a humble spirit. We believe in the sacrifice born of love will be remembered not only in the playing of taps, but also in the hallelujahs raised on Easter Sunday. The presence of our God for the people of God. Pray with me, please. Heavenly God, as we come to our time set aside once a month to remember you, we pray that beyond just the words of consecration, we might feel the presence of your Holy Spirit, forgiving us of the things that we've done or things we ought to have done and didn't do, healing us of the brokenness within, and giving us hope for all our tomorrows. We pray that that time, this holy time, might be your time in the midst of us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.